By now, you've probably seen ads about the water contamination at Camp Lejeune everywhere. People who got sick after drinking that toxic water are now able to seek repayment for their medical costs because of a new law, the PACT Act. What those other ads don't tell you is that because the PACT Act is a fresh law, it's important to find an attorney who understands the new claims forms. There is a limited time to file your Camp Lejeune claim, so you need a lawyer who can get it right the first time. The experienced team of attorneys at SickMarine.com is ready to file your claim. They will fight for you and they won't take no for an answer. Sign up at SickMarine.com. I'm Sanvid Vaidya. And I'm Ashmit Kumar. And you're listening to us, the Meta Fandom Boys. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Meta Fandom Boys podcast. I'm your host, Sanvid Vaidya, joined by my co-host, Ashmit Kumar. And this is episode 6 of the Meta Fandom Boys podcast where we give our thoughts on the phase 5 lineup of the Marvel Cinematic Universe announced by Kevin Feige at Comic Con 2022. If you like what you listen, don't forget to give us a like and share this particular episode with your friends. We would love all the support that we can get and you can also support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, Meta Fandom Boys. But since we were a little busy building our YouTube channel, we could not cover the Disney's D23 Expo panel that just happened last week, which is why we're going to club both of those events into this particular episode. I still did a trailer reaction to the official trailer of Secret Invasion and you can check that out on our YouTube channel. So yeah, without any further ado, let's get into it. Phase 5 starts with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. They showed some Phase 5, they showed some footage about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Kang looks amazing. Jonathan Majors, he is the new Thanos. I knew it the moment they announced it at, uh, the, the moment he came in the Loki finale. He came as uh, He Who Remains. It was just, I, I knew it. Oh shit, oh shit, it's happening. And again, it's just one variant of Kang. There are a lot of other variants of Kang who we still haven't seen. And the main one is the Conqueror one, which is coming in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. They actually released a teaser poster. They showed this poster at Comic-Con and it shows Cassie Lang, Scott Lang's daughter, who grew up in those five years timeline. And I love how Kang's in the background. Most of the movie probably takes place in the quantum realm. So that's going to be very interesting. Again, they use the quantum realm to go back in time to get the stones back in Endgame. And Cassie Lang, who's now being played by Catherine Newton, she's been cast as Cassie Lang. The actress who played her in Endgame apparently didn't come back or maybe uh, Marvel wanted someone else. I don't know what the reason was, but Catherine Newton is playing Cassie Lang. The suit looks I didn't know there was a purple Ant-Man suit. This is the first time I'm actually seeing one. I, I haven't read more, more Ant-Man comics, but I do know now that there was a purple suit in the comics as well. And this suit is like very similar to the previous two. So again, excited for this. And they showed a trailer. They showed a trailer for this. And it was mind-blowing. It was because Kang... There's this one line which Kang says in the trailer, which is like... Are you an Avenger? Have I killed you before? And I was like, what the hell, bro? And he's like, and then Scott Lang's like, I'm an Avenger. And then Jonathan Major's like, I'm a conqueror. It's, I, I really wish I could have seen that footage. They don't really put all of that. They, they only put like specific amount of trailers for the public outside on YouTube. But most of the stuff is only and only specific to the people who attend Hall Age at Comic-Con. So... It's always the haulage people who get the best of the goodies. So yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. There is a cameo of MODOK in the tra- in the trailer which they showed. And there was a robotic version of MODOK shown. I was like, okay, wait a minute. 
if they're bringing Modok into this, this is something big. Because again, Ant-Man movies have been kind of small. They, they are just like, again, not a lot of things go down in Ant-Man movies. The first one was amazing. The second one, it was kind of like, okay, it was kind of mid. Had some fun moments, but again, not that great. Uh, again, it was leading up to Infinity War. The post-credit scene definitely made it worthwhile. Yeah. The, the only, the post-credit scene was like the big thing out of the whole movie. It was still fun. But again, the post-credit scene was the biggest thing. Secret Invasion is like, again, this is how Phase 5 starts. This and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Secret Invasion, one of my most anticipated Phase 5 shows. If you, if anyone has read the comics, you probably know what I'm talking about. But like, Skrulls infiltrate the entire planet. If The Earth is filled with Skrulls and they are impersonating as really powerful political figures. They could be actors, they could be presidents. You can't trust anyone. That's the best part of Secret Invasion, which makes it like really scary because every single person, even your closest friends you think you know, could actually be a green alien. And it's it's amazing. And again, in the comics, like Hank Ping was a Skrull and it was just like, uh, every, you couldn't trust anyone. And suddenly a Skrull just kills you and you're like, wait, but I thought you were Ant-Man. And you're like, no, I'm a Skrull. And it's just, what the hell? So if, if this show can even live up to what 50% of that comic could achieve. I love it. And they showed some of the footage at San Diego Comic Con and some people said that Nick Fury doesn't wear the eye patch. He has the scars over here. He grows this white beard and he comes back on, he comes back to Earth and uh, it's just absolutely crazy how Skrulls have infiltrated the planet. Again, because 50% of the Skrulls must have also been banished into thin air due to Thanos' snap. But um, there was a rumor going around that some of what happened in those five years will be kind of addressed in Secret Invasion. But again, because even uh, Nick Fury got blipped. So most of the story will happen in the current MCU timeline. But again, very excited for the show. I've heard it's very Winter Soldier type. Lots of action, like on the spot. If you've seen Captain America, the Winter Soldier is one of my top five best MCU films. Because the first Captain America movie was okay. It was like a 1940s old trip. The second movie, wow. The way the Russo brothers directed that entire Winter Soldier action sequences, just amazing. So if that show, if the show is even like remotely connected to the way those guys were able to achieve with the amount of action, the amount of like mystery is very much of like a mystery thriller, then Secret Invasion can be like really, really, really big. I'm excited. I really, really am. So yeah, what else went down? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Again, a phase five movie. They showed a trailer for this and literally everyone in the audience started crying. James Gunn. I, I can't stress this enough. He went into DC, he did Suicide Squad for the DC and that was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, it had heart, it had humor. Um, a lot of it was just like uh, crazy dialogues and just like crazy stuff. But again, Ratcatcher 2, Daniela Melchior from the movie, from the Suicide Squad was one, I think the best takeaways from the whole movie. Then he did Peacemaker season one. Um, again, Peacemaker was like the one character who whoever watched the movie was like, this guy doesn't deserve a TV show or anything because John Cena's character Peacemaker was like the kind of bad guy in like one of the bad guys he, cho- he chose to do differently than what the other Suicide Squad team members were doing, which is why no one really imagined to have to see that character get a TV show. But James Gunn has this absolute power of making you fall in love with obscure characters. It doesn't have to be specifically comic book characters, but the, whatever comic book projects he's done are usually about obscure characters in that universe. Just in making you fall in love with those obscure characters. Never in a million years would I have thought I would fall in love with a talking tree and a talking raccoon. 
and like a guy who listens to 80s music with like a yellow beard and a green la- green chicken like one guy with knives especially in like a galaxy it was amazing and it was so much fun so much humor so it was again i love guardians of the galaxy volume 1 i watched volume 2 back in 2017 and i cried the ending was beautiful yondu's funeral uh, the way he says he may have been your father boy but he ain't your daddy wow i i just it was it was really amazing and i i, I did shed a tear and the the ending was like beautiful and the movie had like 5 to 6 end credit scenes they showed teenage groot because it was all leading up to infinity war just amazing but guardians of the galaxy volume 3 this is the end game this is the end game of the guardians it's going to be emotional very emotional i i will be crying i will be crying absolutely um just because again from what we they did show a trailer uh, having the song called there was a song which they used in the trailer by this band called the flaming lips the song's called do you realize and there's this one line in the song which says do you realize that everyone you know someday will die and the those again i didn't see the trailer but some there is always one guy who, who tries to open his phone camera and tries to record whatever little he can before it gets copyrighted and there was this one guy who did he put it out on youtube and twitter and again i didn't see much of the trailer but i did see a few scenes i did see our first look at adam warlock played by will polter looks really really good he has that stone in his head absolutely golden really really good and we get our first look at the villain of volume 3 who's the high evolutionary played by chukwudi ivuji from peacemaker season 1 i loved his character in peacemaker he died at like i think in the finale um but he did an amazing job in peacemaker season 1 for those of you who still haven't watched peacemaker if you're a dc fan you might enjoy it there are some good references there are some good ca- there's like a few one or two cameos at the end of the finale but even if you're not a dc fan if you watch the suicide squad james gunn suicide squad i suggest watch that show i know it's a little slow in the opening but it picks up pace and it's actually good the finale was really nice i enjoyed it but again coming back to guardians of the galaxy volume 3 i will be crying again they showed a trailer again this is rocket story uh, james gunn confirmed it it's rocket being the center of this film he's the saddest character in the in the guardians family uh, he's gone through so much i'm assuming again the high evolutionary in the comics who's the villain of this movie he always wants to see genetic alteration he wants to improve on existing species all across the cosmos he originally started as a scientist who wanted to experiment on people on animals on other characters and wanted to alter their genes and talk about genetic alterations so he was in one way or the other ruining the lives of those characters or those species of humans animals and just just overall being this narcissistic psychopath like a scientist who just wants to experiment on whatever he can get his hands on and that's what makes him a true villain because he from what i'm thinking from whatever little i saw of the trailer he probably experimented on rocket which is why rocket can probably talk which is why he has this he has a few scars on his back he wears this suit and which is why he is like really good at combat and with guns and everything that happened with rocket we will find out what actually happened to him how he is the way he is and why he never really trusted anyone until he met the guardians in the first so i'm excited and rocket story is going to be really emotional all the other guardians we're going to see gamora again for those of you who who've seen end game you probably know 
Gamora died in Infinity War, but the 2014 Gamora who time traveled with Thanos and Nebula to the 2023 timeline in Endgame, that Gamora escaped with the Ravagers. That was just something we didn't know. We didn't know she escaped with the Ravagers from from whatever I read about the trailer which they showed. There is a scene where she's shown as to be the leader of the, the new leader of the Ravagers. So she ran away with the Ravagers and is now their leader. And again, 2014 Gamora um still hasn't met Peter Quill yet. So so when Peter Quill when start when Chris Pratt tells to her that I used to lo- that I was in love with you you're still the same Gamora that I used to know and she's like no the Gamora you knew is gone I'm I'm not who you think you know so it's just again that again I loved whatever little I saw of the trailer Adam Warlock looks great Chukwudi Boji is high evolutionary I'm excited I will be crying at the theaters ladies and gentlemen it's it's going to be brutal it's going to be very very brutal and again they even cried on stage by the way they even cried on stage when james can showed the trailer uh, one of the reasons he said why he didn't release the trailer online was because there was some vfx work still left so i respect the decision i again i would love to see the full vfx finally done and then see the trailer again superbly excited can't wait now the echo show we don't know much about this all we know is the daredevil writers are on this show the daredevil writers are on this show and it's going to have some Moon Knight esque vibes to it. I don't see why, but again, Echo was introduced in Hawkeye. Uh, I know Ashwath, you've seen Hawkeye. Hawkeye was good. It was okay. Good Christmas type vibe to it, and it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I loved Haley Steinfeld. Really, really did. And again, I think after episode five when Kingpin got introduced. those last two episodes were my absolute favorite the first two three episodes were okayish i enjoyed haley stanfield's introduction uh, some of the car chases in episode 3 loved it and echo was one of the characters introduced in that again echo in the comics she's deaf uh, she's mute she can't talk but she's very well skilled her dad is being her dad is killed by ronin who was again hawkeye in the five year blip timeline and um, that is shown in the Sh- hawkeye show so again i don't know where the show will go but all i know is daredevil is in this show and so is kingpin they are going to meet again in this show so whichever episode they come in i will be watching but i i'm just kidding i will watch this whole show um uh, but especially will be waiting that desperately for the one where charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio face off again this is all phase 5 loki season 2 i saw some photos of them filming loki season 2 it was right outside at mcdonald's i was like bro what they, what are they doing um but again superbly excited the cliffhanger on which they ended season 1 i wanted to the see more the first thought of- that came to my mind when i saw that photo was like is uh, uh marvel doing product placements now Huh, exactly i actually thought they were probably going to do product placement might be it actually might be they'll probably do a happy meal kind of thing also anything can happen now that disney has it Hands exactly. Um, like, but again, Loki season two, really excited, really, really. I'm again. They ended on a cliffhanger. Sylvie killed he who remains at the end. What happened to the timelines? What happened next? All of it is a mystery. I want to see more of Kang, or at least him, a variant of his in this season. This again, a very important season because now that we know that Kang is the Thanos of this saga, very, very excited. Now going to Blade. This is announced in Phase Four. Mahir Shala Ali is playing Blade. and excited for this again this is one of the supernatural sides of the mcu i'm expecting moon knight to pop up in this i hope he does moon knight or the punisher i've again i've heard rumblings that he might be in this but again i don't want to jump to conclusions blade had a small voice cameo at the second post credit scene of eternals 
with the guy who plays Johnson I forgot his name he uh he gets the he gets Kit Harrington Kit Harrington and uh, he gets the sword um he's playing this character I forgot the name of his the character he was playing um who again he's not in the whole movie but the introduction to his character is in the post credit scene where he gets this sword with which he becomes the black knight i might be getting the name wrong but he gets this magical sword which gives him powers and almost immortality in some way or the some way or the other and maharshala ali's blade has a voice cameo where he's like do you really want to pick up that sword and again the camera just cuts to black so i'm again excited to see that eternal's character pop up and blade i would love to see moon knight pop up over here maybe daredevil maybe not but mostly if moon knight can pop up over here it would be amazing and again this is a movie maharshala ali i know he will kill it i'm excited really really am um the i the iron heart show again was announced back in 2019 Uh, I think in 2020 when they did the D23 Expo, um, there is a D23 Expo this year as well. We'll probably get the rest of the Phase Six lineup in D23. Spoiler alert from Future Sunwith: We did not get any extra Phase Six announcements because let's be honest, Kevin Feige really overdelivered during Comic Con. He gave way too many announcements, and to be fair, Phase Five doesn't end until. June 2024 if i'm not wrong so we have a long time until phase 5 ends but again excited for iron heart she's going to be introduced in black panther wakanda forever very very excited for black panther wakanda forever. we'll talk about we'll talk more about that agatha coven of chaos all these wandavision fans again i'm a wandavision fan i love the show i really really did i personally didn't wasn't like okay wait i love agatha i love katherine hans so much she needs to get a show um but if there is some good story and if they can bring wanda back after everything that went down at multiverse of madness we did talk about multiverse of madness in case you guys want to listen to that episode link down in description again agatha coven of chaos not as excited as all the other projects but i will be watching if they can bring wonder back have any few references to wonder i'm game i will be watching this this was this was originally titled agatha house of harkness and now it's titled agatha coven of chaos excited nevertheless captain america new world order i don't know how many of you enjoyed the falcon and the winter soldier i did i mean i know after ev- that every show that came after that was like even more and more better and which is why everyone most of mcu twitter i know has put captain america new world order or should i say the falcon and the winter soldier into like the really like their favorite mc like one of their favorite mcu shows but not at the top 5 or we've had like seven shows till now but it's and it's still at very much at the bottom but again falcon and the winter soldier enjoyed it i love the costume that sam wilson got in the finale really really good and he again the finale was again not that great the speech which he gave in the finale was amazing what the story was trying to accomplish it did sam and bucky being friends and like collaborating together trying to maintain the legacy of what steve rogers has achieved on this planet and just again really excited to see where this goes a uh, director julius ona is now the director for captain america new world order captain america 4 was announced the moment the show ended back in like a year ago but again we, there was no official confirmation from marvel so again this is again a phase 5 movie captain america new world order excited to see where this goes love the title new world order because again the world is changing every single second everything there may evolving. there may not be a chance that uh, sebastian uh, stan as uh, bucky barnes would be returning in this because like there would be some indication of that i think this would be like a solo uh captain america movie or they will be introducing a new character in it possible. Like someone who would be associated with sam wilson in the future possible 
very much possible. Spoiler alert from Future Sun with yet again Ashmit was right. Sebastian Stan's Bucky Barnes will not be in Captain America New World Order because he is now joining the Thunderbolts team. While there is a new character being introduced in Captain America New World Order, her name is Sabra, played by Shira Haas, who is an Israeli super soldier. And actually, Marvel received a lot of backlash for that announcement at D23, but we won't really get into that. And also, Tim Blake Nelson, the actor who played the leader, who was an incre- the Incredible Hulk villain, he is now returning for Captain America New World Order and will be the main villain of Captain America The New World Order. It's actually possible. I would love to see Bucky return, but I would love to see Sam fly on his own without anyone's help. That would be amazing. I'd love to see Sam Wilson's journey. How does he maintain this Captain America stuff? He Because again, he has this huge responsibility on his shoulders. And again, he's worthy of the shield. I, I, this entire Falcon the Winter Soldier, I was so happy to see him get the shield. But again, I would love to see him facing problems of what the new world order is, facing new villains, realizing that he's going to be overpowered by these new guys, but he still has to fight. The wingsuit is an absolute advantage. He's going to be flying and using the shield all over again. Excited to see that. Really, really excited to see that. And I think my favorite, most favorite announcement from Marvel Studios, second most favorite, I think everyone can agree, Daredevil born again. They did it. They freaking did it. I I knew Charlie Cox was coming back. We all knew he came up in No Way Home. He's going to be in She-Hulk. He's going to be in the Echo Show. Kingpin came in Hawkeye. But again, everyone was waiting for Marvel to actually announce a revival of the show, which was which happened on Netflix. A possible season 4 if you want to continue that storyline which they did with Daredevil season 1, 2, 3 or something new. I don't know if this is new. I don't know if they are going to address all that happened in season 1, 2, 3. I would hope so because if they take this right again from season 3 then this could be something really really big. The best part about this entire show is the fact that we are not getting 6 episodes. We are getting 18 episodes. 18 episodes of Daredevil Born Again. I, I, we're going to have a blast. 18 episodes. And it's usually shows have like 9 or 10 episodes, maximum 12. But when was the last time you heard an 18 episode show? Okay, sitcoms have like 22, 23 episodes. But the fir- for the first time, even the first Daredevil show when they premiered it on Netflix, 9 episodes each season. 9 episodes, 3 seasons, so 19, 27 episodes. But you're giving me 18 episodes. Like, we are character. really seeing what Marvel is doing now that it's listening to the fans. They wanted uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back. It did that. They petitioned so hard for Daredevil to come back. It's happening again. And to make sure like that it stays in the minds and that Marvel fans are fully satisfied, they have given so many episodes. Exactly. But 18 let's hope episodes. that this is not the last time that we say, see them. Or it won't be. Kevin Feige knows. way of saying that, okay, we are fulfilling your fan request. Okay, that's done. Because that's what they did with John Krasinski. Because Marvel does not have any further plans to cast him as Mr. Fantastic. They they just showed him on Multiverse of Madness just to appeal to the fans. They just, maybe it was kind of a test run to see how fans would react to John Krasinski as. And the fans did not have any problem with him. They mainly had problem with the costume and and everything else but did not have a problem with him as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, they didn't have any problem with him as Mr. Fantastic. I loved him. I would love to see him in the Fantastic Four movie but I'm hearing Marvel wants to cast someone younger but again, I hope we get more of John Krasinski maybe as in another character but just... But why would you want to cast someone younger? Because Mr. Fantastic is gives the imagery of being a, you know, a, a mature adult. Hmm, that that's like, like even in the first Fantastic Four movie, 
we didn't get like a younger teen version of or something mr fantastic so that that was good uh, someone like john krasinski and plus marvel has told that fantastic four is not going to be an origin story so yeah, it's, it's not going to be an origin story like see them a few years down the line of how they're yeah they've probably been hiding in secret mm, that's actually a good way but again i hope kevin feige knows what he's doing he usually does mostly but again some people were like we would have loved to see an origin story again but again probably a twist to an origin story but anyways i still trust kevin feige if he doesn't I, I want think, to do uh, i think origin stories are getting too old now yeah like, they are is, like getting old. yeah they are they especially are. Uh, uh, one person who i know who hates origin stories is uncle ben gets killed every time that's uh, spiderman reboot happens yeah every single time a spiderman reboot happens which is why they didn't do that with no homecoming thanks mm. yeah Ho- homecoming didn't do that we thought they- we thought dawn of justice batman or superman dawn of justice was also uh, not going to be an origin story but then they showed a flashback but that's yeah. one good thing with the batman the batman was not an origin story it showed him how he was coping with it like one or two years after he had dawn persona so that was mm. good. exactly that was really really exciting i i we could go on and on about the batman if you want to listen to us talk more about the batman we have done an episode on that link down in description or on on spotify you can just search meta fandom boys but yeah love the batman we could go on and on about that um i was actually expecting a batman sequel announcement i i already know the sequel is happening but i would love to have seen the title i would love love to seen robert robert pattinson come to stage with matt reeves um probably announce who the villain would have been again i don't know what wb is doing we know right joker now. is going to play some kind of role and that Pe- penguin is going to be back in power but i think they should move, maybe move on maybe they should provide a separate film they could show mr freeze they could show someone else who has been like a main part of the movie still now yeah exactly yeah again very excited to see really hoping they don't um talk, cancel batman 2 again we'll talk about what happened with the bat girl movie just yesterday but again coming back to the marvel studio stuff thunderbolts thunderbolts is marvel's version of the suicide squad with all these characters with all the side characters who are still in the gray area thunderbolts is in the comics thunderbolts have had leaders zemo from falcon the winter soldier has been and from civil war zemo has been mainly a leader of the thunderbolts we've had other leaders as well that sometimes even hawkeye has been the leader of the thunderbolts um but again thunderbolts will usually probably consist of us agent from falcon and the winter soldier probably yelena belova from uh, black widow and hawkeye love would love to see florence pugh again she's amazing who else could be on this team Kevin Feige said that this movie is how Phase Five ends, um, but he also said we'll see some new characters. We, we will see Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She was in the Black Widow post-credit scene and in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, played by the lady from Veep, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And I'm excited if she's leading the team. I would love to see where this goes. Spoiler alert from Future Sun: Where Julia Louis-Dreyfus will indeed be reprising her role as Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, be playing the leader. of the thunderbolts team and most of my prediction was right florence pugh will be returning as yelena belova but sebastian stan's bucky barnes is joining the team and us agent as i predicted is also coming but we're also having david harbour's red guardian from black widow and we're also having taskmaster the main villain of black widow because at the end of the movie olga korilenko's character was somewhat i would say redeemed because they used that red powder to make her forget that she's an assassin So she's coming back, and to absolutely everyone's surprise, a character which no one really, I think, remembered in my opinion, Ant-Man and the Wasp's villain, the Ghost, played by Hannah John Kamen, is also joining the Thunderbolts team. And 
I mean, I, it was a complete surprise to me because I had completely forgotten that that movie exists. In my opinion, I'm I'm really sorry. I will say this is I think the least favorite Ant Man movie. The first movie was a lot better, but I have a lot of hope of con- from Quantum Mania. But yeah, love to see her back. Um, I hope she brings something to the team. Again, this is very much of a Suicide Squad type movie, but still very different. from the marvel core so a lot could happen and with that ladies and gentlemen we come to the end of the episode thank you so much for tuning in hope you liked the episode hope you liked what you listen and we'll be back very very soon bye bye now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the dominion energy reliability investment our new investment product offers competitive returns no maintenance fees and flexible online access to your money Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.